0: Hola, hola, everybody. This is Dylan. ¿Cómo están? What's going on, Power 11
1: world? My name is Carlos. The key to everything that's happening in Latin America. In this lesson, you will learn about the gerund. This conversation takes place at the Butcher's. This conversation is between Fernanda, Sebastián, and the Butcher.
0: The speakers are friends and are speaking informally.
1: Let's listen to the conversation.
2: Hola, ¿cómo están? ¿Los puedo ayudar?
3: Hola, señor. Estamos buscando carne molida.
2: Claro. ¿De cuál tipo? ¿Y cuánto necesitan?
3: Eh, me está diciendo que hay varios tipos. ¿Y cuál es la diferencia?
2: (risa) ¿No sabes? Sí, señorita. Hay molida de cerdo, molida de res y molida de pollo. And now, slower. Una vez más. Esta vez lentamente. Hola. ¿Cómo están? ¿Los puedo ayudar?
3: Hola, señor. Estamos buscando carne molida.
2: Claro. ¿De cuál tipo y cuánto necesitan?
3: Eh... ¿Me está diciendo que hay varios tipos? ¿Y cuál es la diferencia?
2: (laughs) ¿No sabes? Sí, señorita. Hay molida de cerdo, molida de res y molida de pollo. And now, with the translation. Ahora incluiremos la traducción. Hola, ¿cómo están? ¿Los puedo ayudar? Hi, how are you? Can I help you?
3: Hola, señor. Estamos buscando carne molida.
2: Hello, sir. We're looking for some ground meat. Claro, ¿de cuál tipo? ¿Y cuánto necesitan?
1: Of course. What kind? And how much do you need?
3: Eh, me está diciendo que hay varios tipos. ¿Y cuál es la diferencia?
1: Um, you're telling me there are various kinds? Uh,
2: what is the difference?
3: <laughs> no sabes?
2: Ah, ha, ha. you don't know? Sí, señorita, hay molida de cerdo, molida de res y molida de pollo. Yes, ma'am. There is ground pork, ground
1: beef, and ground chicken. You know, Dylan? I know that I was told that being friends with your local butcher is one of the most important relationships in your life.
0: Yes, in this country it absolutely is, Carlos. On this one too? Yeah, I you want to make sure you get the fresh stuff, don't you?
1: Now I'm I'm moving and I have to go find a new butcher. It's like finding a barber, you know, like a guys barbers like when the other thing I don't have here is like, you know, that personal barber.
0: Yeah, it's like the girls when they go to the salon, you you know, you got to have the one. It's hard to find. Then you will drive miles and miles and miles to get there.
1: So I will drive miles and miles to get that fresh steak.
0: No, I think you should find one in your neighborhood, Carlos.
1: That's right, because it'll probably be nasty by the time I drove back.
0: Ugh, unless you take a cooler. Do you know there's
1: a cow outside of my like bedroom window, like if I look? And it's like an American black and white cow.
0: Did you ever hear the story about the cow in the cab?
1: No. <laughs> we'll save that for another banner. Okay, guys, let's take a closer look at the vocabulary for this lesson
0: ayudar to help ayudar ayudar buscar to look for to search buscar buscar carne molida
1: ground meat
0: carne molida carne molida cual which cual cual varios tipos
1: various types
0: varios tipos varios tipos saber to know saber saber
1: Okay, guys, let's have a closer look at the usage for some of the words and phrases from this lesson.
0: The first word we'll look at is ayudar.
1: Ayúdame, por favor. Help me, please.
0: Okay, Carlos. Let's not get dramatic. I'm not trying to be
1: dramatic. That just happens to be the most common way that I know we use the verb ayudar.
0: It's not always an emergency.
1: True, like in the conversation we heard, Hola, ¿cómo están? ¿Los puedo ayudar?
0: Hi, how are you? Can I help you? Now that is what I call good customer service.
1: Yeah, he must be the actual owner of the butcher shop. I mean, he's way too nice.
0: A way too nice butcher? That seems kind of strange to me. Hey, butchers
1: are actually very happy people. They eat very well.
0: Yeah, high-protein diet.
1: You know, I'm not even going to get into the high-protein diet. You know, what other context can we use the verb ajudar?
0: Mi hermana siempre ayuda a su hija con la tarea de la escuela.
1: My sister always helps her daughter with her homework. She's such a good ayudante. Nice noun. I don't hear much. Helper, right?
0: Right. What's next? We have a preview of our grammar point. You know, previews are my favorite parts of movies. Buscando, looking, which we know is the
1: verb buscar, to look. Estamos buscando carne molida. We are looking for ground meat.
0: That could be anything.
1: That's true. I don't think I've... You know, I think I would be more specific and saying ground beef.
0: Or ground turkey.
1: Mm, turkey burgers. You know, I can't find them down here.
0: Turkeys are a North American thing. True. There is a current context with which we can use the verb buscar. What's that? Javier está buscando trabajo.
1: Javier is looking for work. You know, I love the gerund. It's one of the first things I understood when I started learning the system of Spanish.
0: And what is the related word that we have for buscar, to look? We have
1: the verbs ver, to see, and mirar, to watch.
0: Let's hear those examples of the gerund later in our grammar section.
1: Sounds like a plan.
0: Now, we just heard our next phrase in the last example. Which? Carne molida.
1: Ground meat.
0: Now, let's focus on the adjective molida.
1: Right, because it does describe ground and is applied to not only meats.
0: But spices, for example, if you don't buy cinnamon sticks.
1: You buy canela molida.
0: Ground cinnamon. Most of the spices you have in your spice rack would be considered molida. But here we are thinking of meat. Los domingos, mi mamá compra carne molida y hace hamburguesas.
1: On Sundays, my mother buys ground meat and makes hamburgers. I just can't get over the calling of ground meat. I mean, I just get keep getting mystery meat images in my head.
0: Well, these may be a little more appetizing. Which? La torta de carne, la carne mechada. La torta de carne is like a beef patty. And la carne mechada is drink meat. They're like, you know, the Mexican...
1: Oh, you mean like uh, ropa vieja, the, yes. the Cuban stuff. Yes. Oh, that is yes. delicious. That does carne sound mechada. Little, that sounds a little more appetizing. Pues, ¿cuál? The examples you just gave.
0: You never get sick of mistaking a word for a real example, do you?
1: What can I say? If it works, it works.
0: ¿Cuál is our next word? A pronombre interrogativo.
1: An interrogative pronoun, which we translate as which. ¿De cuál tipo? What kind? Here's a common question. Which? (laughs) Sorry.
0: (laughs) Okay. ¿Cuál es tu canción favorita?
1: My favorite song, that is something that is very difficult to answer.
0: Well, don't then, or better yet, ¿cuál es su libro favorito?
1: What's my favorite book? That's even harder to answer than the song question.
0: But you have to admit, they are conversation starters. They are. We have a very, 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 very common related word, which is used more frequently by Spanish learners.
1: Right, another interrogative pronoun that means what.
0: Right, because in English we generally don't say which is your favorite book. We say...
1: What is your favorite book? Which would bring us back to our example from the conversation. De cual tipo? And we translated that as what kind, which literally really means which kind.
0: Or varios tipos.
1: This can be figured out various types.
0: But for our purposes, various kinds.
1: Me está diciendo que hay varios
0: tipos. You're telling me there are various kinds? Is she serious? Of course, there are various kinds of ground meat. Hey,
1: maybe she's new to the kitchen. I mean, you would have been surprised with the questions
0: I had. Probably not. You would be surprised with the questions that I still have.
1: A mí me gusta comer varios tipos de frutas en el desayuno.
0: I like eating various kinds of fruit for breakfast, too. Fruit is so cheap here that it's just a crime not to.
1: I love la variedad, the variety.
0: Last but not least, we have a verb we've seen many times.
1: Okay, so why are we looking at it again?
0: We're looking at it again because of the way in which it is being used in today's conversation. It's not at all common. Well, not really common throughout Latin America, but here in Costa Rica, it is very common.
1: So it is common and yet uncommon. I get it. Must be vos.
0: Ten points. Sabes, from saber to know.
1: Now wait, sabes is the normal conjugation of the verb saber in the second person singular.
0: That is true, but I did not say sabes, I said sabes.
1: Oh wait, that makes all the difference.
0: The tilde is small and it's very important. So what's the problem with saying no sabes? And our example from the conversation no sabes. Let's give another comparison for example. First give us the to form.
1: ¿Tú sabes el apellido de Antonio?
0: Versus, ¿Vos sabes el apellido de Antonio? And they both mean... Do you know Antonio's last name? Want to hear an even more drastic change? ¿Tú conoces? Versus,
1: ¿Vos conoces?
0: Review time.
1: Visit, revisit, no.
0: The gerund. Just, what is it?
1: El gerundio, the gerund, functions as an adverb and is used to express simultaneous or continuous action.
0: That is the key right there.
1: Now, we know that the gerund is being used when we heard the endings ando and yendo placed after the stem Of regular AR, ER, and IR verbs.
0: Luckily, we only have two types. For AR verbs, we have the ando, and for both ER and IR verbs, we have yendo. Which example did we hear in today's conversation?
1: In today's conversation, we heard buscar, to look, in the gerund. But for our conversation, we heard buscando, the stem busc, coupled with Ando, creating Buscando. Another good way of thinking about this formation is its comparison to ING in English. So we know if we hear the gerund,
0: we can think of it as being translated with ING at the end.
1: Let's look at some more formations using the verb
0: Buscar, to look. Yo estoy buscando. I am looking. Tú estás buscando. You are looking. Él está buscando. He is looking. Ella está buscando.
1: She is looking.
0: Usted está buscando.
1: You are looking, formal.
0: Está buscando.
1: It is looking, neuter. And let's check out the plural conjugations.
0: Nosotros estamos buscando.
1: We are looking.
0: Vosotros estáis buscando.
1: You all are looking informal.
0: Ellos están buscando.
1: They are looking masculine.
0: Ellas están buscando.
1: They are looking feminine.
0: Ustedes están
1: buscando. You are all looking formal. Están buscando. They are looking neuter. Okay, let's look at some example sentences using the first, second, and third conjugation verbs.
0: Miguel está buscando algo en la casa. Miguel is looking for something in the house. Tú y yo estamos trabajando bien. You and I are working well. ¿Vosotros estáis viviendo en Valencia? Are you all living in Valencia? Estoy haciendo mi tarea.
1: I am doing my homework.
0: Remember the present plus gerund construction in Spanish expresses something that is happening right now.
1: Right. Once again, for example, estoy estudiando, I am studying, as opposed to something that is done habitually.
0: Take notice that the gerund form is the same for all the conjugations of estar above.
1: Also, considering that the verb estar could be replaced by another verb, for example, sigo, llamando, I keep calling.
0: That's why we focused on constructions with estar. This construction can also be used with verbs that end in ER, such as comer, to eat, and ir, such as venir, to come.
1: But remember that verbs that end in ER or IR use yendo instead of ando to construct the gerundive form. Okay guys, that just about does it for today. Chao. Nos vemos.
2: Hola, ¿cómo están? ¿Los puedo ayudar?
3: Hola, señor. Estamos buscando carne molida.
2: Claro. ¿De cuál tipo? ¿Y cuánto necesitan?
3: Eh, me está diciendo que hay varios tipos. ¿Y cuál es la diferencia?
2: (risa) ¿No sabes? Sí, señorita. Hay molida de cerdo, molida de res y molida de pollo.